Here we go. Season five, episode 21. Been a while since we've done this. Let's see if Shane is a little bit rusty on his cold open. Take it away, Shane. You did it. Oh, damn it. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the cold open right that's there. That's the cold open. No, I want to. Okay, this is the. Okay, we'll keep all this in, but this is what I want to say. Yeah. You did it, Nibbles. Now, chew through my ball sack. Okay, now roll intro. Give it up for table five. Ah, 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 ah. Table five. Table five. Ah, 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 ah. Table five. Table five. <laughs> I, I, I put too much pressure on you, didn't I? Uh, yeah, it was, a, it's been a long day. Yeah. And it's been, uh, almost a month since we've done this, since we had Al on, which it's, was great. It was awesome. And thank you again to, to Al. We had a we had a lot of fun uh, doing that with him. If you haven't checked that episode out, go back and chat. Check out our chat with Al Jean because uh, he has some great tidbits about not just season four. We had a bit of a focus on season four, but just Simpsons uh, uh, in general and some really good stories that uh, I don't think I. There were a couple that he put in there that I don't think I, I knew. Right. Same yeah, with you. Al's done a lot of interviews, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there were some tidbits in there I wasn't aware. I don't think he's spoken about. If he has, I didn't hear about them. They were new to me. Yes, and sorry again for the delay. I don't know what it is about January, specifically early January, because this is the second year in a row that we've been doing this anyways. And I think like four of the past five years in general, where even though I don't seem to be around a lot of people, like you'd think around the Christmas period when you're with your friends and relatives and stuff, that's when you get sick. But I, I get sick like the beginning of January after everything is done and it's been days or even weeks since I've seen anybody. It's always that. So sorry about that, but we're we're – we're back on it and back on track as we're getting close to the end of season five. Crazy, mm-hmm. we're already uh, toward the the end. And it's kind of neat that, like, Al wasn't on season five. He was doing The Critic. But even during this time, he said they had no clue that they were in the middle, or I guess the beginning, of the golden age. Like, there was nothing that they, in the moment, they were thinking, wow, we're doing something really cool. They were just doing the show. And I guess where I'm going with this is, like, do you... Now that we're coming toward the end of season five, do you feel that still that like, oh, we're in this special era every time we go to watch an episode? Do you feel that at all? Yeah, even though I am a fan also, some of the later seasons have some really good good episodes too. But yeah, I would say, yeah, we're in the season four was one of the best seasons ever um, and season five as well. So for sure, we're almost exiting what a lot of people would call the golden age. It's funny because a lot of people call it, yeah, even some say that like after season four, it starts to go downhill. I don't think, like, I think there are many, many really good seasons. Even now, the current season that we're in right now, there have been some pretty good episodes. Uh, They've kind of hooked my interest uh, um, in that. Uh, You got to figure it out. The last episode that we did, Boy, You Knew Too Much, I said we're going to do a new segment. Uh, Anything you need to get off your chest? You, You coming in hot or you coming in neutral or coming in tired? Uh, coming in tired. Um, hmm. Anything? People who park where they shouldn't. How's that? Somebody in your driveway? Uh, or parking in a, like a fire route. Oh, or yeah. Something like that. Or parking in like visitor parking when they aren't a visitor. Stuff like that. Um, that's annoying to me. <laughs> Is that, did that happen to you? Because you don't drive. But did you, like, have you seen that happen recently? Oh, that happens where I live all the time. Yeah. All the time. Visitor parking. Um, and yeah, people just 
decide to park there. It's not in forest. It's kind of like, eh, it's an annoyance when you actually have people over, actual visitors, and there's no parking for them because uh, people used to use it as extra parking. Yeah. Right. I uh, I got a I got a bone to pick. I won't say the author's name, but I got a bone to pick with an author, uh, an author that I did enjoy, not so much anymore. Um, they had uh, a book come out recently, a hockey history book. You know, I'm a hockey history person, and there there were a few things wrong. And I I I sent them a message saying like, hey, you know, like you got this wrong. And there were a bunch more things as I read along the book that were wrong as well. The person replied back saying, ah, oh, you know. It's done. Whatever. I made like you think you. I made a mistake, but I can't do anything about it now. Whatever. It's like, what kind of message is that to to send to people? Like oh, I mess things up and just like ah, oh, whatever. I'm I'm done with it. Come on, be better. Uh, if you're putting things out there as fact, make sure you actually fact. The person said they triple checked their research, but clearly they did not. So and like, through 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 ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. There you go. The good old actually don't because then. Uh, as we were saying with Al in the, the last episode, uh, no, no AI, no AI stuff going on. Um, this episode here, though, uh, one of the only times, I think in the golden age anyways, that Marge's mom, Jacqueline, plays a main role here. And it's a fantastic story. It's, it's, one of, it's an easy story to come up with, but they did this perfectly. It has one of my all-time favorite gags. I already know it's going to be my favorite because it gets me every time. Um, lots of Julie Cavier in this episode. She's doing quadruple duty basically with Marge, uh, her mother and Patty and Selma. Um, I feel bad for Julie right now. Shout out to Julie. She's really trying. You can hear it in, in the later episodes, the strain that it's taking on her, on her throat, I guess, to do Marge's voice must be super raspy. Uh, yeah. yeah. As yeah. you're getting older in age, like it's so raspy and to force yourself to do that. Um, you know, she's really trying her best. So don't, I've seen people, you know, ragging on Julie. She's really trying um doing the best that she can what is your overall favorite voice though in the show uh like i'm not talking about a certain voice actor um i'm talking about a certain voice that they do maybe because it's it's just it's funny or it's because it's so different from their normal voice but off the top of your head what's the favorite voice that you have in the show oh willie of course yeah for sure without question that's my favorite just because it makes you laugh oh yeah uh it's a comedy show, right? So Willie always makes me laugh, kind of whatever he says. And uh, yeah, that's my, that's my, go- that, would, that would be my answer. He just says all his one-liners are just so funny to me and mostly because of his accent. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to go crusty because I think it's for two reasons. It's, it's a great voice the way Dan does it. The, the highs of crusty and the lows when crusty's really, it is, it is, is worst. He's able to hit that. Like it feels like a low point, the way that he's able to, uh, go down with his voice plus the fact that it's so different from Dan's voice like his actual speaking voice which is probably closer to like Arnie Pie than it is to Krusty but the, the how he's able to go from a speaking voice to Krusty is is absolutely fantastic I have a great appreciation for those who can can uh, can do that it's a it's a great talent so um yeah I I have very fond memories of this one. It was one of my favorite episodes uh, growing up because it has one of my all-time favorite gags, not just in season five, but in general. Um, can you guess what it is off the top of your head? Do you think? Do you think you know what it is? Uh, no. What is it? Oh wait, uh, no. Is it? Um, no, no. What is it? I thought I knew. It. I. I already know. Like I can already say this is going to be my favorite gag. It's the can I come to that. 
when I saw that for the first time, and I oh, said, that poor old lady, and, yes, and it, yes. It, <laughs> oh, that poor old lady. Yeah. It, it's so good that there's so many things that work with it. The like the grandpa rolling out a lady who looks just close enough to Marge's mom that he might actually mistake, and then Marge's deadpan, that's not my mother. And then the grandpa just leaves her there. He runs away, and the whole the happiness in her face that hey, can I count on the event? And they just roll off the window and they just avoid her in the oh in the side. Oh man. It's it's such a dark humor <laughs> joke, but yeah, it, gets it definitely me does every... capture the yeah, the sadness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh I do remember liking the first two acts of this episode, but the third and the overall ending, especially when I was a kid, I didn't get the uh, the uh, Mrs. Robinson ending that they tried to go for here. But um, I appreciate it more as I get older. But based off the nostalgia and strictly off my memories, I didn't like the third act as much. I think it's just because I really hated Mr. Burns in this episode. And it kind of muddied my overall impression of it. I'm still going to go with a very strong rating of a 9.4. Higher than 8.7 from from the last episode of Boy I Knew Too Much. I think it's a very strong rater on that. Good enough that it's going to be an A, not quite A-plus territory. What are you going with? Uh, this has, like, a couple things for me that I'm nostalgic for. Like, I didn't, I never stole my parents' credit card, but buying something <laughs> off of, like, TV. Like, when Bart buys the um, the uh, Itchy Scratchy cell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, that always I found, like, funny. Especially when, like, or even when, like, Bart, you know, Bart has a history of buying stuff off magazines and TVs, it seems, like the little spy camera, if you remember that one. Mm-hmm. Season one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it has a couple good gags in there. I always found it weird that the parents were dating. Uh, even as yeah. a kid, I knew that was weird. <laughs> but it they is do, weird. like, play that up with the inbred kids stuff. Um, <laughs> that's right. Which is that's a right. great, that's a good, good joke. Um, so I'm going to go in with a 9.2. Uh, just because like, I think it's not overly gag heavy and I think pretty much after the first, the first act or so it kind of tapers off from what I remember. So it's probably going to lose some steam, but I think like overall it's nice to highlight some different characters. Um, Mm -hmm. and I thought the story and the plot overall were great. Sprinkled enough gags in there. It's uh, it's kind of interesting that we've had that the last three episodes uh, that we've had. We've kind of gone in expecting it to taper off towards the end. And compared to the rest of the season where we're like 9.5 and above and some 10s, the last three episodes, your final score, here are our final scores. Um, 7.5 for me, 7.8 for you. 7 for me, 8.4 for you. 8.7 for me, 8.8. And that's, you know, it's, that's pretty good, but in comparison to the rest of season five, we're in a little bit of a lull. So let's see if uh, Lady Bouvier's lover here brings us out of that lull. You've had our rankings. Let's see what we got here. Before we get to the episode, though, a word from our sponsor. Donuts, Simpsons, Simpsons Donuts. It just goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know what, Shane? It really does. And for the best donuts in the world, you got to check out Crave Donuts. They've got locations in Oshawa and Whitby, Ontario. And these Simpsons-loving donut bakers, they're creating some of the most delicious treats imaginable. They've got a year-round menu with the likes of a cosmic brownie donut, a churro cruller. They've even got the Simpsons-inspired pink vanilla sprinkle. Yeah, and there's a rotating menu inspired by each season. In the fall, they've got apple pie, pumpkin spice cheesecake. Doesn't that sound delicious? That sounds absolutely amazing. To top it all off, there's weekly specials. They've got some surprises each and every week, so keep an eye on that. Open Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their website, cravedonuts.com, as well as their Instagram for all the details. Trust us. 
you're in the GTA, go hit up Crave because you're gonna end up with a belly full of goodness. It's probably gonna cause you to make some sounds sound a little like this. All right, here we go with Lady Bouvier's Lover. Shane, do you have some Crave over the Christmas break? Yeah, I got myself a nice dozen and uh, they were delicious, especially like some of my favorites were, there was the uh, like the vanilla one, the longer one that had the tree on it. Uh, yes, so it was so good. Uh, oh, and then also there was one that was like, um maple with a piece of bacon on it maple bacon oh staple. my god so good how about you uh I, the hot chocolate cruller was very very good and i got a new menu out right now so go check them out good intro with the uh that was a new <laughs> the monkey town philharmonic i love when i start with random stuff on crusty show fantastic Oh, they're in their office room. Heard about that? Maggie, can you point to the monkey? <laughs> babies know. Fantastic joke. The credenza. Oh, Homer, you didn't do a very good job frosting Maggie's birthday cake. Oh, the cake. Maggie's birthday. I'll ask my wife to make me this cake. Not this one. This one here. The, the special cake for you to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one'd be easy, right? Yeah, you just put a bunch of stuff all over it. Hello, everyone, except it's a great gag. Happy birthday, granddaughter. Marge, I think that's your father. This came out May 12th. <laughs> oh, that's going to be me. I'm going to be seeing that old man. <laughs> Uh, May 12th, 1994, what movie made its debut at the Cannes Film Festival? Famous movie. Got John Travolta and Uma Thurman in it. Look who's talking. Close enough. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Same thing. What was it, sir? Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. That is not close at all. Uh, yeah. Royale with cheese. Maggie doesn't seem to get along with the other babies. Oh, yes. Yeah. One with the... Uh, Jasper. No. Same as Jasper. What the hell is his name? One eyed baby. One eyed brown. <laughs> Maybe it's Jasper's niece. Yeah. This is how I always felt at birthdays. Like, I. I, I... Put some listers, carbolic, unguent, oh, this is so good. The old people nonsense. That'll stop them chicks. No, no. What she needs is a balsam specific. Balsam. Voice must be so hard on Julie's throat. Yeah, so raspy. I say Smeckler's powder all the time. I remember <laughs> recording the voice in the floor. This adorable little song and dance routine. I'm very much looking forward to my daughter's first birthday. I'm going to get her a little mini cake that she can smush. Oh, that was a creepy cutaway to Grandpa's face. Oh, just gonna, yeah. See, we don't have armor hot dogs in Canada, do we? Because so I, like, no, but I feel like we still knew the song. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, because I knew the song. That's random Millhouse appearance. Hot dogs, 
Is there a thing that your family has, whether it be like a Christmas, maybe not a commercial song, this, but like a Christmas song or something like that, that like that's your thing? It's like, like for for our family, like it's definitely the Christmas, like Christmas vacation on Christmas Eve, watching that and stuff like that, and everyone talks over it and does the lines and stuff like that. I guess the next time I see it won't be until Thanksgiving. Or if not then, Christmas. I suppose I'll be getting home too. I always thought the necklace that she's wearing, it must be so uncomfortable. It's like sunken into her neck. Oh, Mark, yeah, and we see that too with the with Malloy. The cat burglar episode. Tell me, you know it's funny. Both my mother and your father seem pretty lonely. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Anyway, maybe they could go. Also, I love how you just totally ignored my question. Shane's in his own world for this one. That's it. Marge, please. Old people don't need companionship. They need to be isolated and studied so it can be determined what nutrients they have that might be extracted for our personal use. Palmer, would you please stop reading that Ross Perot pamphlet? Oh! <laughs> I don't really understand the jab at Ross Perot, but it's still a funny joke. I've got a neat idea. Why don't you go in and pick up my mother and we'll all go out to dinner? I'll be back in a jiffy. Oh my God, here it is. That's not my mother. I'll be back in a jiffy. <laughs> Can I come too? <laughs> oh, oh. oh that's so good. I wonder if that actually happened to somebody. You know, Mom, you and Abe have a lot in common. Um, marketing scam. Oh, it's not a swindle. What you do is see. Food looks good here. Yeah, it's detailed. Yeah. I love that. Someone on the phone. This is a very depressing episode, eh? Like it really, it it stirs yeah. you kind of to be old as well as, yeah. <laughs> With the potatoes, that's good. <laughs> See, back to people in, in 1910, that blew people's minds. Represent the estate of Charles Chaplin. I have a court order demanding an immediate halt to this unauthorized imitation. Boys. Our goons. Nice. Smush. I love the smushing of the taters. Yeah, and in Austin, that's, you know, means of, uh, you know, prison. Yeah. Left those cams. You were one nifty number. The boys all paid attention to me, and it drove my friends crazy. But you see, like, I can see this happening. Uh, um, it's funny she's mentioning famous people from, like, the 30s. But it's it's crazy. Like, this stuff actually does happen in retirement homes. Like, even if they know they're each other's, their their children are married. Um, this, like, retirement homes, people get busy and fast. My grandma went to a retirement home back in the summer. She had a, a, a suitor. Within like a week. Within a week? Yeah. Oh, another really good Gurney joke on The Simpsons. Yeah, Man, they, get, they really hit the Gurney jokes and the ambulance jokes. Look at Bart's little portable TV here. From such films as The Boat Jacking of Super Ship 79 and Hydro, the Man with the Hydraulic Arms. Coming up this Not the best Charm and Clear movies. Your chance to own a piece of Itchy and Scratchy, the Toontown twosome beloved by everyone, even cynical members of Generation X. Yeah, groovy. 
It's funny that those people are like 50 years old. Scratchy animation cells. Each one is absolutely, positively, 100% guaranteed to increase in value. Not a guarantee. Ooh. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Forgive my clumsiness. Not at all. This is two episodes in a row where they pass by each other in some way. Remember they were disguising, uh, yes. uh, skipping uh, school and work? Order any change scratchy cell? My credit card? Oh, sorry. Uh, this is my. The federal breast inspector's card. <laughs> Ogle, do, you, do you remember when people would actually like run your card through ink? Like, yeah, you make a copy. Crazy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, it seems like forever ago. It was kind of forever ago. I kind of forgot. Like when you brought this brought that up at the beginning, like I could completely forgotten that that storyline is within this. It does seem a bit like filler, but it's good filler. Your mother, Marge, will be brother and sister. And then our kids, they'll be horrible freaks with pink skin, no overbites, and five fingers on each hand. I do like that Homer thinks that his kids will change somehow. Nice time with you last Sunday. Hello, I love her. Grandpa, shh. <laughs> I know my mother. If you come on too strong, she's going to get scared away. I love you. What? Uh, I love you, it's kind of wholesome. It is. It it really is because it's kind of like uh like a teenager having a crush for the first time, again. Hey, hey I got a special delivery for Homer Simpson. That's me. Don't write no more Just punches a kid in the face. I've got a special delivery for Homer Simpson. Uh, that's me. Stop stealing golf balls from the driving range. <laughs> Shitty range balls. Why'd you ever steal those? Yeah. Special delivery for you. Go away. If you do not open the door, Mr. Simpson, I cannot give you your special delivery. <sighs> have you ever looked at animation cells? You know, they're kind of neat. Yeah, I have actually. That's for keeping me waiting. Police. Guess who's got a genuine itchy and scratchy animation cell? Gosh, back when uh, delivery people had to wait for you to come to the door to yeah. accept. Now they just chuck it. They chuck it and take a picture and say, I, I didn't chuck it. Oh, <laughs> I used dad's credit card to buy this? Yeesh. How much the Chungus is scratching good in the background right now. Imagine paying $350 for a piece of Scratchy's arm. <laughs> That's a good gag. I forgot about it that. I, yeah, I did. I didn't understand what was happening when uh, I thought like the squishy killed him or something. I like how Pooh's just, like this is bad for business. Oh, smoocher like a mule eating an apple. That's one of my favorite grandpa lines. Me some special novelty dentures. Those are actually pretty sick. Yeah, I'd get that if I had dentures. You gotta play it cool. Oh yeah, this is great. Another dream sequence. Yeah. Oh, well, dream sequence S, kind of like from season one almost. A little bit, yeah. The change, like the characters, kind of stay the same, but the backgrounds change, even though they're not yeah. actually in a different place. direction. Is it parodying something, or is it just like? Ah, probably. Yeah. I almost want to say Austin Powers, but Austin Powers didn't even exist yet. No, it must be something older, or the sixties. Really unique. I love his little, uh, not comb over. What do you call that haircut? It's a part. Like, it's a hair part, yeah. Yeah, they just part, part down it. the middle. Almost like Shemp. Almost like the alfalfa. The alfalfa's more of the point, right? Uh, right. He has a point. Is yeah. that the top of his head? 
Uh, yes. This. This is a Snagglepuss drawn by Hick Heisler. That seems like a good... This, this is an arm. Oh, I thought he was going to no trade it for that. <laughs> give me anything for it? I can give you this telephone. It is shaped like Mary Worth. I have no idea to this day who the hell Mary Worth is. I don't know, but I'm sure the writers do. It seems like something Swartzwelder would have put in or something. Big Chungus is destroying something. I don't know what she's doing in the background right now. That's what happens every time I pass down, yeah. He's a tyrant. I don't know, some guy really likes big basset hounds. So much that he got two. I do, yeah. I do uh, really like Burns' uh, suit here. Like, he looks like he's styling, like he's still living in 1920. That's true, it's a nice suit. How many suits do you own? Uh, four? Five? Ooh, we don't... Wow, okay. It'd be me. I have a gray, a dark gray, a blue. Maybe I only have four, because I have a black, yeah. Nice. Yeah, this, this is... Oh, so, yeah. Uh, this is the the part of the episode where it just bugged me, like... Mm, and I'm like Marge's mom. Like, she just get, she's having a great time with Grandpa, and she just gives up on him like that. Like, she's kind of a villain here, if you really think about it. Uh, yeah, she's just playing her cards, whoever can, like, entertain her the most. Oh, who told you? I like it. People who can dance really well, though? Man, what a cool talent. It really is. I, I, I can't do it. A lot, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't do it. I move like I have problems. Uh, I remember last wedding I, I went to, my girl was like, you can't dance, can you? It's like, I told you I could not. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's like we got here. Yeah. General people going to dance at weddings is like general people going to sing karaoke. It's expected they can't do it. Yeah. I guess if you spend a lot of time in the club, maybe, but yeah. What is this imitation of? Like, you know what movie this is from or this? I don't actually think I've ever looked it up. Um, looks like Dick Tracy almost, if he was wearing a gray coat. Instead of yellow. Yeah, kind of. I thought, wait, wasn't Dick Tracy yellow? Yeah, Dick Tracy was yellow. Yeah. said no to me. Do you know how many women have said no to me? 130, but only one since I've become a She's the one for me. I am in love. whoop de doo sir. Forest Mathers. whoop de doo to the world. whoop de doo Mr. Florist. whoop de doo Mr. Physical Trainer. whoop de doo Mr. President. I'm happy you finally found love. whoop de doo Tarantula Town. whoop de doo employees. I think it's never referenced again. Oh, this poor guy. It's a, oh, man, there's so many good dark jokes in this episode. Yeah, they definitely took the comedy. But there's not many lighthearted gags here. They're all pretty tied no, into... They yeah. really are. Darling one, read my words and hear my heart speak of a love soft and undying. A love that will be with you always. Sincerely, yada, yada, yada. That's marvelous. How did you think of that so fast? I... Send it to you on your birthday. Jeez, like everything's sad here. Like Smithers, the, the joke of Smithers' sadness, Grandpa's sadness, the old lady who gets left outside who can't come to's sadness. so bad for Grandpa. Dad says this new guy is a repulsive, obnoxious old billionaire. So let's all be extra nice to him. Ah! Hello. Why, it's... It's, uh... Oh, it's, uh... 
Yeah, this is really the, the good start of the, the gag that Burns doesn't know who they are. <laughs> That's a good dang gag. He probably loved doing that. I just got it now that Smithers gave them the wrong info, didn't he? Because he's mad. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize all those years I've, I never well, so really he never liked that. Homer, ever. Well, no, that's true. He doesn't like Homer. Hi. You know, Grandma really likes it when her boyfriends are nice to me. She especially likes it when the kids... There are kids exactly like this. Yeah, it's greasy. Greasy kids. No choice. This gun is filled with ketchup. This one with mustard. Now give me 350 bucks or you're going to be a mess for your date. You don't have the guts. Here, take your money, take it. Ooh. Okay, he hands him exactly $350. I'm ready. You know, Bart does kind of have a conscience because he did want $350 back to pay off his dad, uh, his debt to his dad. True. It's it's kind of, yeah. Right. It's it's like a, a secondary conscience that when he does something bad, he doesn't know not to do the bad thing first, but he knows when he does the bad thing. This is the second time in the last three episodes we see Luigi, too. I think they really just wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they probably just wanted those gags where Luigi's in the background yelling because they are good. Here's the cash. Three hundred fifty dollars. Now I can buy seventy transcripts of Nightlines. But Dad. <laughs> oh well, he's happy. I'm gonna keep this Mary Worth phone right here. Her stern. Well, chicken's going nuts in the background. I mean, never to do anything so stupid again. Hey Bart. You want to go play with that x-ray machine in the abandoned hospital? Sure. Yeah, see, he can't decide in the moment when he's doing something wrong. When he gets the lung cancer from playing with the x-ray machine, then, he, then he'll figure it out. Not to worry, I believe there's another one around here somewhere. How did she not see him put the ring in the drink? Oof, that joint crack. Like, yeah. yeah, okay. Speak, I'll be brief. Will you marry me? Oh, Mom, you can't marry Mr. Burns. He's an evil man. Evil schmeevil, Marge. Monty can provide for me. And besides, he's a great kisser. Uh, it's, it's, it's a big, that's a big character. Um, for him? Law for Marge's mom. Like, she doesn't... We're all aware of Grandpa's problems. Yeah. Compared to Mr. Burns, he's Judge freaking Rhino. <laughs> what a comparison. Yeah. Now I'll have more time to read things I find on the ground. Latex condo. Boy, I'd like to live in one of those. Very strange joke. You're really right, though. That this is this third act. The episode is really it's. The story isn't bad, but it's really sad. <laughs> yeah, and it's um a little dry. Yeah, it is yeah. a little dry. Pretty much after the the dance, it goes all downhill. But like, it's tough. 
That is pretty good too. That Grandpa's invitation to check for the gas company. Have you actually sent, seen the ending to Mrs. Robbins? Is this how it actually goes? Dustin Hoffman falls out of the... I don't know if he actually falls out of the thing, but... It, I think I only watched it once, and I was young, so I my brain's a little foggy on that. Yeah, I know. I've never seen it. I know the ending when they get to the bus. Like, that is a direct parody. Do you, Charles Montgomery Burns? I don't know. I guess that movie came out too in like 67 or something, 68. I mean, this came out in 94, so they must have thought it was still like a yeah. lot of people would get it. When I was a kid, I didn't get it at all. You know, would you still marry him just to divorce him for the money, though? I know. At this point, you're already at the altar. If you're Jacqueline, I guess so. If you're Marge's mom. You, Jacqueline Bouvier, take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband. I'm, a, I'm such a stupid kid. I used to think it was awfully wedded. Specifically requested no romantic music. What? Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. I it's just like a, it's the there's no Ugh. door or anything to get in there. It's like a little just a cube. Like they took it out of Mario 64 or something. Yeah, like you just, just a little just space. Teleport in there whenever you <laughs> need to play the organ. Yeah. Abraham J. Simpson. No. Oh. I don't want to be. Oh, it, that's good enough for me. Also, why are like Dr. Hibbert and stuff there? What do they have? Why do they care? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, good point. Just throwing in some familiar faces, I guess. Yeah, see, I didn't understand this parody at all. I would have loved to hear the... Yeah. Oh, you don't... You've never heard the song? The original? I, I don't think... No, I know the original, The Sound of Silence. I don't think I've ever actually listened to the full... The uh, the cover for... I'm really terrible at band names, but the, the cover oh. for this from the metal band or whatever... Yeah, also really good. did it, didn't I? Isn't that who it is? You're probably right. You would know better than me. I'm terrible so. at band names. Yeah, I want to say it was them anyways. But that was cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to the actual words that they were talking about for the parody here for Grandpa. Man, I, you were right. You nailed it bang on. There were some good gags. The storyline with Bart was kind of funny. It did feel a little bit like filler, though. Like, they couldn't figure out where they wanted to go with Grandpa and Marge's mom, exactly. So they put that in. Um, and, like, this Grandpa rambling over the, the credits, like, yeah. it, it contrasts a bit with the song. Like... I can't really pay attention to it. Uh, it did lose my interest in the third act. You you sure. nailed it right on. I overrated this episode based on memory, based off. I think it was going solely or heavily based anyways off of um, uh, the, the gag with Marge's non-mom. And I think it clouded my judgment too much because this episode, it's really dry and it's very sad too. Um, different take, but I don't think I really enjoyed myself watching this episode this so this is going to be uh another episode uh, final score anyways for me that's going to be under nine i'm actually going to drop this to an eight it's good just a solid eight solid eight first two wow. acts are great you went down over a full point one okay. one point four i went down for i i nostalgia was wrong here i'm gonna have to drop it down to an eight what are you going with uh okay you have a 9.2 definitely going down mm -hmm. um hmm 
over nine still? Or are you I'm going gonna to go 8.5. I think it's still a good. It has some really good gags in there. Um, I do think the plot still is kind of weird that they're trying to date. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems odd to me still. Um, but an interesting plot nonetheless, I guess. And not a terrible episode. Definitely not in seven territory. Definitely above seven. And uh, not worthy of a nine for me. So I'm going to meet it in the middle. Yeah, 8.5. That's fair. I, I do kind of like the attempts at the different style of humor, like the, the, the dark humor instead of just something that's funny for the sake of being funny. It's funny because it's like morbid. Um, and when they, I find when they, when they get those jokes, right, they land pretty good. Like the, can I come, the, can I come to honestly, for me, gets it above a 7.5 and gets it up to the eight. Cause that is just the visual, everything about that joke works. Whoever deserves that deserves an extra $36,000 under their paycheck, uh, in residuals. Um, that's, that's, and that's my favorite gag of the episode. I knew it was going to be, I don't even think there's anything that rivals, uh that for me i'm trying to think if there's anything here i I do like grandpa's line of a mule smooch uh smooch like a mule eating an apple that's one of my favorites and Mm. their list of um nonsense stuff for maggie to give the old-timey medications and stuff but i don't think there's anything that comes close that can i come to what about yours um i'm gonna go with you know it just so happens to be on the scene selection dvd here but it was also when we were doing the audio check for the episode, it was also the first thing that we went to. Um, and then when it actually happened when we were doing the proper viewing, I laughed. I thought it was great. But uh, yeah, his little uh, potato gag. The Charlie uh, Chaplin parody thing? Yeah, like his eyeballs, when they go up to the ceiling, they just get <laughs> me every time. They're just It's just so funny to me. Yeah, the animation. Look at really that small. one. Yeah. It's about to come up again. Look at those eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you see it on repeat, it's actually one of those things too that gets funnier the more you see it. Like, <laughs> with the rakes, it is it is really good. They did a great job on that. Um, I don't think it's as funny for me as the Can I Come Too, but that's just one of those things that um, gets me every time. Well, we're coming towards the end of season five, and it's kind of been a bit of a letdown. We we had a string of like three for you is back to back tens, and for me it was three straight tens. Now we've had a bunch of episodes that are under nine. Yeah. Uh, for our final score. So hopefully, I think Secrets of a Successful Marriage is going to bring us back up. Um, but hey, that's the whole point of why we do this to see if our uh, nostalgia and our memories hold up. And in this case, it didn't. Um, yep. Yep. I'm glad we're back. And hopefully no one oh, yeah. gets sick and I don't get sick again. Like last year, I remember I got sick twice in January and we had to take a, a chunk of time off. But the rough month. It's getting cold out there. It is mighty cold up here. In uh, we had a, we had a pretty mild December for Toronto-ish weather, right? So, yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, my daughter is uh, needing some attention soon, and uh, I think it's time that we hit the old dusty trail. So Shane, take us to plug time, and uh, and let's see if you got any rust on this. You botched the intro. Will Shane botch this? Here we go. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Simpson underscore EBE. And, you know, that's the best way to interact with us. Also, on your phone, if you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, if you could open up our page and rate us as well as follow us, that's a huge help. And there's also a link in the description for Crave Donuts. Delicious donuts. If you're in the GTA, definitely check them out. Uh, Delicious, honestly. I could go for one right now. I'm not just saying that. I haven't had dinner yet. And I, you know, if there was that donut in front of me, I'd definitely eat it. It'd be delicious. But, uh... (laughs) And there's also a link called uh, Buy Me a Coffee. If you feel like it, you can donate some money to the show and we'll put it towards the show. Um, besides that, we're going to try to put out an episode every Friday. Yeah. 
Yep, get us back on schedule. You're getting me hungry now, too, because I know this week in particular they have a, a dill pickle fritter, which is a savory donut. They do some savory ones, too, and I'm getting really hungry. Uh, I know you're getting really hungry if you're listening to this anytime during a dinner time, or even maybe you're listening during breakfast. Maybe you're hungry now. Uh, so let's all go get something uh, to eat. We will see you next time for um, Secrets of a Successful Marriage. Should be a great episode to cab off Season 5. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, again, one last. I know he's very humble, and uh, he, he doesn't like to be thanked a lot, but I'm doing it again. Thanks, Al Jean, for the last episode. Go back and check that one out uh, when you have a chance. We should have another guest, maybe to, to end off uh, season, season 5. Could be uh, a pretty neat guest uh, coming up. Well, we'll see how that one uh, plays out. I won't say too much about it. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but uh, yeah, you'll see for that one. Uh, my challenge to you, Shane, is to uh, f- for what you're talking about. So the, the the scene again that Shane was his favorite is the one where Grandpa has the forks and the potatoes and he's dancing like it's the legs, the Charlie Chaplin thing. You know what you're talking about if you know the show. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, you can see it in your head right now. So Shane, play me some music that you would accompany underneath as a music bed for grandpa dancing with the potatoes whatever you want uh to play us off let's see what shane selects we'll catch you next time see you later i've got something in my front pocket for you why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is then grab onto it it's just for you give it a little squeeze and say how do you do something in my front pocket for you why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it, it's just for you. Give it a little squeeze and say, how do you do? There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket.